So we're here in the Children's Library. It's a specific area within Braille House that we're developing further and further. We have books here for zero to um, you know, uh, grade three, grade four. So we've got books that span the twin vision with just using tape. Um, which is bra a tape that's been brailled and put into a, a picture book. We also do, where there's more words, we actually unbind the picture book, we braille a sleeve and then we rebind the book. And the Twin Vision books are really, really popular um, for all families because it means that the, the one book can be used by everybody, whether you're sighted or have low or no vision. So I'm looking at a copy of Green Eggs and Ham here, which is a, was popular when I was a child and it's still very popular. Still very popular. And also very funny to read, isn't it? It is. And when you're looking at it, you see, the, of course, the pictures, but then there's uh, the tape with the Braille on yes. it for the children to practice their reading. Yes, but it's not only just for the children. If a parent or a grandparent or carer were blind or have low vision and the children are sighted, they can use a picture book and still be able to engage and read with the children. So it's for everybody, these picture books. We also have in our library more advanced books. So as the kids get a bit older, uh, the books become just fully braille books. So I know there's some Harry Potters and some wimpy kids and so, so are they ones that you'd have to take apart then to make to no they're books that are just transcribed and then in braille they don't have, have the pictures one? sure so to read a uh, more complex book like a, mm. this is for yes. an older reader an older reader yeah it's a they would quite have, a hefty file they would, and they'll have contractions as well in it yes they do what they does that do. mean Sorry, say that again steve uh, contractions are shorthand contractions right okay mm. So the story's not word for word what was in the... No, it is word for word. Oh, it it's is. the way the Braille is written. Oh, so okay. you can either write the Braille letter by letter or using contractions, which is the shorter hand for it. So for the sighted, it's actually a really attractive thing to look at, isn't it? <laughs> Even though we can't read it, it's just uh, beautiful white dots. Yes. Page after page. Yes. We like our, um, our books to be practical. And, and these dotted lines that go straight across, what does that signify? I'll Steve. throw to you, Steve. Uh, the next line. So right. that's the end of a chapter or a segment of the book, is it? No, I don't think so. Oh, a line. All right. Yes. Wow. Just, just mean there, there wasn't enough um, for it to fit on that, on that line. So you go on to the next, next line. And do you have other tactile things for the children to play with when they come to the library? Yes, we do. We, we actually have alphabet cards that all the children get so they can, they can see the alphabet in Braille. And one of the things that the children absolutely love is using little dots to actually create their name yeah. um, in Braille, little sticky dots. So that's always a fun craft activity. We also have our Braille Awareness Program. Last year, we were approached to put together some fun activities for girl guides to explore what it's like to um, have vision impairment. 
and the challenge was the girls ranged from age 5 through to 15. So coming up with activities that span that group um, is quite a challenge. But we rose to it and, uh, and we got the box together and got fabulous feedback. So we thought we might expand this a little bit further and went to the Brisbane City Council to see if they would give us a grant, which they did. We produced 30 of these boxes and they've flown off the shelf and are now in early learning centres, preps, kindies, schools, and they are the foundation for Kate to use to introduce children to Braille and their magic fingers that read the Braille. So it's been a wonderful thing. And just as a little bit of a plug, we're actually up for a national award um, for What's On For Kids. Awards. Can you tell us what's in these mystery boxes? Yes, well, we have lots of fun things. The most popular one is building a pizza. So we have a felt pizza in slices and then all the different toppings that you can put onto a pizza. Normally what we would do is pop a blindfold on the kids and we would get them to work out what they're actually going to put on the pizza and whether it would be yummy or not. We also have a little activity um, called the sauce bottle activity. We know when we go to a barbecue, a lot of the time the sauce bottles look the same and so you read the label. So for somebody who's blind or has low vision and relies on braille that makes it a little bit hard so what we've done is got three sauce bottles and we've brailled a T for tomato M for mustard and B for barbecue and the little ones do it by sight so they match the braille off a card the older ones have to do it by touch we have an exercise in there that helps uh, children to understand the spatial requirements of braille and it's actually something we use in our tutoring area to see whether there's sensitivity enough sensitivity in the fingers in order to be able to read braille but also to understand when you get to the end of a line and then come back to another line and also separating the different dots in the cells. So uh, they're just three of the activities that we've got in there and we keep adding to them as we go. I think at the moment there's about six um, activities that go out in the box, but we're always looking for new ones to add. As many Braille users would know, if you take something like a Harry Potter novel that you can sit on the bus and just read, um, if somebody took a, an embossed or hard copy of that in Braille, it's actually one, one of the books is actually 12 volume. So that's quite a thing to take on yeah. the bus. <laughs> so um, with that, technology is becoming more and more in the space of this and last year we started introducing eBraille books into our library and we now have a couple of hundred of them in the actual book. How so does eBraille work? eBraille works whereby it's a an electronic file in Braille and if you have a refreshable Braille device or, a, or, or some sort of Braille device yeah. like you can on your Kobe readers or Amazon readers, uh, somebody who uses Braille can download the file and then read it in Braille on a device. 
Wow. It's pretty good. It must take a very long time to encode one book into Braille. It's, a, it's an interesting process. If we were to transcribe from scratch, an average book takes about 100 hours to transcribe and then you've got to put it into Duxbury and put it into uh, the rest of it. We've then got to emboss and proofread and then we've got to bind it. What's Duxbury? Duxbury is the software. Uh, codes it okay. into the Braille so it can be embossed. And what we do is once we have that embossable file, we convert it then into a BRF file, which is your eBraille file. So maybe now's a good time, Steve, for you to tell us what you did when you came to Braille House and which parts of the building you're very familiar with. Just down below, the mainly the shooting room and and just recently the library. Right, okay. Is there anything else that we could talk about on this floor or should we go down to the library downstairs? I think it would be great to head on down to the adult library.